Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do my rankings of the top 10 best Pixar films. So not Disney films, just Pixar only films. I am your host Matthew and uh, yeah there's more than 10 obviously uh, Pixar films but what I've done is restricted it to one per franchise. So only one Incredibles film, only one Toy Story film, only one of the Monsters Inc. films, obviously there's the other Monsters University film, only one of the Finding Nemo films, you you get the gist with, with that. So only one per franchise, so basically if I'm picking a film within a franchise that's got more than one entry, I am essentially picking the best entry from that franchise. So the best Toy Story film, etc, etc. So I think you get that. Um, let's move in with number 10. Hey everyone, just to uh, interject here. Uh, I'm about to mention in this podcast that Brave is number 10 on this list. I'm going to change and amend that because uh, I'm still... Uh, it's still a day before... At the moment, it's still a day before this podcast is due to go out. So I've got a bit of time to uh, change the list slightly. I'm not going to change the rest. All the other nine films that are in this list are still going to stay there. Uh, but I was thinking a little bit about Brave, the film itself, and then thinking about Coco, which is one of the other Pixar films. Because as I was browsing Disney Plus and looking at Pixar films, I was thinking about one of those two. But I'm going to change my mind a little bit. I'm going to put Coco at number 10, which is kind of like a fun music uh, kind of film and, and, and stuff like that. Some really fun characters, really, really great film. I remember watching that with the family a couple of years ago at Christmas. Very, very good. Uh, so that was great. Um, so that is, so Coco is number 10 and not Brave. Uh, I can't go and edit every single time I mention Brave in the podcast, so every time I do, just ignore that. Because I do mention later on as well that Brave was kind of a bit of a shoo-in, so just ignore that as well. Ignore every time I mention Brave, or you can still listen to me talk about it, I suppose. I don't mention it that much in the podcast, but number 10, I'm going to put... Coco instead of Brave. Brave I'd maybe put at 11 or something like that but uh, this is the top 10. Coco is at 10 and not Brave and there you go. So enjoy the rest of the episode. I'm about to mention Brave in a minute so ignore that and then obviously go through the rest from number 9. But number 10 is Coco. Uh, let's go straight into things here. Uh, obviously all these available pretty much on Disney Plus but uh, moving in with number 10 I'm going to put Brave on this list. Uh, a pretty good film, not one of Pixar's best otherwise it would be higher in the list. Um, it's a pretty good film about a um, uh, about this young girl who's trying to you know, go up in the world and um, I think it was like save her mom or whatever it was to do with that. Um, it's, it's a good film, I put it in number 10, couldn't really put it any higher. And uh, so that was pretty good as well. Uh, number nine, I'm going to go with Soul, uh, which was recently released on Disney+. Plus. I think it was Christmas last year, wasn't it? Christmas Day uh, when that was released. So that was pretty good. I felt like there was just a little bit something missing from that film. It was very, very good with the premise, but I felt like it could have been possibly explored slightly more but hey you know if you want to do a soul 2 or or whatever maybe there's more room for where you can explore that but that's the one thing that i think holds that film back a little bit um is is just with that uh so i i do i do have things about these films i don't quite get on with but um anyway it, it's a very very good film for what it does i felt felt like it just could have been explored a little bit more but you could do that in the future there is that new um disney plus short for it as well 
it's like 22 something whatever i can't remember the exact name of it but it's on disney plus there's like a new short for uh, for that as well so maybe i should go and check that one out number eight is onward which was released uh, just as the pandemic hit. Actually, it was. I think that was the last film I saw in the cinema before COVID was a was a thing. Well, COVID was a thing, but it hadn't quite hit that hard yet. Uh, it, it was sort of the, it was the first like pre-lockdown um, film that was that was released. Oh, sorry, the first film released. Uh, sorry, the last film released. Sorry, just before the uh, the lockdown fully hit. So that's what I meant with that. But uh, number eight with Onward, I'd like to see a sequel as well. Uh, I think the world is very interesting. I thought the characters were very interesting. And overall just a really, really good time. And uh, some good messages in there and stuff. Pixar likes to hit you with the heartfelt um, good messages and that sort of thing. So that was very, very good as well. Number seven uh, is going to be Bugs Life. Which I thought was a good, fun film back in the day when I saw that. So that was really, really good. Um, I just remember kind of enjoying Bugs Life more than the other three. So that's why by default I sort of put it higher in the list. But that's number seven. Uh, number six is going to be Finding Nemo. Uh, so obviously this is the first out of these uh, in the list that has got more than one entry. Because uh, there's the Finding Dory film. Which I do like Finding Dory. Thought it was good. I just think that Finding Nemo is a stronger film uh, out of out the two of them and is the better film in the Nemo franchise whatever you want to call it I uh, hope that we can see some more of it one day some more of that franchise I think that would be great um, but uh, that's a very very good film as well so that's number six is Finding Nemo Hi there and thanks very much for listening today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link that's where you can shop on Amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra so whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice that's $3 level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show
All right, moving into the top five, uh, Inside Out, I'm putting at number five uh, as a film that's literally filled with emotions, different types of emotions. There's these little characters that represent like anger, happiness, sadness, joy. Uh, what were some of the other ones? Um, was there like an anxiety one or something? I can't remember. There was like a- anger, happiness, sadness, joy. And I'm sure there was another one that I'm not quite remembering. But they're, they're all sort of these little characters that operate within this... Um, in this young girl's kind of like brain and everything and they can sort of trigger different uh things and different memories um so that they can kind of guide this young girl through her life and that sort of thing or obviously obviously she gets older at some point and deals with different things in life and they have to sort of manage that very very good journey within that some interesting messages and uh obviously emotions as well uh in terms of pixar's like emotional films and films that have got emotion in them this one like hits the most with that because it's literally about different emotions so uh that was really really good i did enjoy inside out quite a lot uh number four is going to be monsters inc uh my favorite of the two of them obviously we've got um monsters at work coming out very very soon i do have a preview podcast for that by the way i, I will be covering um uh, monsters at work which is this which is the sequel sequel series to this film um uh, to monsters inc so in terms of the timeline obviously you got monsters university which is the prequel monsters inc is the original and then monsters at work is going to be um is going to be the follow-up to monsters inc so that's going to be very very good but really really enjoyed monsters inc i really like mike and sully as characters i think they're fantastic and uh will be interesting to see what happens going forward but uh yeah it's about obviously these monsters that try and scare people and stuff in order to get their like these energy levels up and they run the company that way uh with monsters at work it looks like they're turning it around to making children laugh so that's an interesting little change uh that was sort of represented at the end of the first film that's sort of changing the company from uh making children scared to making children laugh so we'll see how that plays out in the series uh number three getting into the top three uh <clears throat> the incredibles 2 i've put um i'm i seem to be like the only person that prefers the second film over the first film the consensus i've seen on the first film is that it's good but like just could have been better i thought it was a great film the second one i thought they pushed the story forward pretty well pushed the characters forward into new areas changed some things around because you've got the mum doing all the superhero stuff this time uh, you know, Elastigirl, as opposed to Mr. Incredible, who does most of it in the first film, so they kind of change roles and stuff. Uh, so Mr. Incredible is more of like a stay-at-home dad kind of thing for Jack-Jack, who's like an out-of-control baby, <laughs> who's got like multiple powers and everything, which is cool. Uh, I'd like to see what they could do with the third one. Hopefully I won't have to wait 14 years like I did between the first and second film. But I love the, the second Incredible film. I think it's fantastic. And uh, I'd be curious to see what they do with the Incredibles going forward. But yeah, this little family of five. Because you've got Mr. Incredible, Elastigirl, Violet, Dash and Jack-Jack. Obviously you've got Edna as well. But I'm talking about the main sort of family and stuff. So Edna's, Edna's sort of like their Alfred. She sort of uh, makes all the, the suits and does all the sort of tech stuff that, that helps out the family. So that's really cool. But yes, number three is the Incredibles 2. Uh, number two, I'm going to put Luca. Yes, very, very recent film, but it really did hit me. It really, really did hit me. And I think there's some interesting messages in there about being afraid of who you are, being seen as a monster, being hunted, 
being afraid to uh how can i kind of put it being afraid to go to the surface which is part of that film being afraid to go to the outside world and show the world who you are and there's a very kind of emotional story with that and uh i think that fits very interestingly with how society today is viewed within certain people you know the lgbtq community and other people with different kind of things going on people that people that are seen by others as like disgusting monsters or like not very nice people or just kind of like you know not not being a not be not accepting people for being different that is very much in this film and i think it kind of leans into some of that and uh, i loved uh luca i did review it by the way um last week i did that so at some point recently i reviewed uh luca so you can go and check that out if you want to number one if you know me at all you probably know what number one was going to be if you don't know me it might be a bit more of a surprise toy story 2 is number one very easily toy story 2 would be at the top of at the top of any films list that they could fit into obviously if you're doing things like top 10 sci-fi films doesn't fit into that if you're doing top 10 star wars or marvel films or dc films it can't be in any of those but if you were to give me any kind of list that made toy story 2 eligible so top 10 like animated films top 10 you know pixar films like i've got here top 10 disney films it would always be at the top of those lists for me um you know it doesn't fit into every single list but i absolutely love toy story 2 toy story has been something that's been there pretty much all my life from uh, from the time where i was a year old in 95 with toy story 1 because i was born in 94 uh to the mem to my very memorable cinema experience with toy story 2 when i was just five years old uh and then obviously seeing three and four as i got older later in life um obviously the fourth one was was only two years ago so it's a, it's a series that's been there for me very very long time and uh you know since again since i was pretty much a year old so it means a lot to me so you can call me biased if you want to i'm not really bothered but uh i think it will be in most people's lists at, at least a toy maybe not specifically toy story 2 but a toy story film i assume would be in this list so that is pretty much my top 10 um so you might notice that there's three films i've left out that are very spoken about and very popular within the pixar world up wally and ratatouille those films just didn't really hit me in the same way that some of these other ones did um i mean they're very very good films um I mean, Ratatouille's... Out of all those three, Ratatouille's the one that sticks out to me where I don't think that film's very good. Up has got some good qualities. Wall-E has got, obviously, a lot of commentary about, like, the future and how we treat the planet and all that kind of stuff. Up is more about, like, you know, I guess, helping an elderly guy in his house to, you know, fly off with a bunch of balloons and stuff. And Ratatouille is about a... Is it a mouse? Rat? I can't remember. Um, it's a rat, isn't it? Yeah. About an animal that can cook, but is like... Well, not can cook. Well, yeah, he can cook, can't he? But he, there's also that part where he like controls that chef by like pulling his hair and stuff. It just didn't really... I, I, I just didn't really get attached to it. Like, it didn't hit me in the same way that things like Toy Story 2 or Luca 
or Inside Out or The Incredibles. Some of them more sort of emotional hitting films. I wouldn't say that like Incredibles 2 is emotionally hitting as something like Luca. You know, Incredibles 2 is more sort of action focused. Uh, Soul obviously is supposed to be about like us as humans and things like that. Uh, Finding Nemo is a kind of a quest of, well, Finding Nemo. Uh, but there's like a lot of family stuff there and that sort of thing. Monsters Inc. is about, you know, scary monsters and stuff. Um, Brave is, is alright and that sort of thing. I'll be honest as well, I did, I, I opened my Disney Plus app just to remind me of what Pixar films were there. I did add nine films. Uh, so Brave was a bit of a shoe in I don't know if you can kind of tell with the way I'm speaking about that film. But it was a bit of a, a little bit of a shoe in um on the list because i i just i I couldn't really put wally ratatouille up on on list of best pixar films i know that's going to really surprise a lot of people because a lot of people really like those films which is good i'm glad that you uh enjoyed those films more than i did i like them i just i definitely think that they're overrated in 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 terms of um it'd be interesting to see how because I was more emotionally hit by anything in Luca more so than anything in in Ratatouille Up or Wally, um. So uh, it'll be interesting to see once, like you know, five or ten years go by and Luca's actually aged a bit as a film and what people think of it then. But I think it's very emotionally hitting, hard hitting, and uh, those other three films just didn't really do that for me. So I can't really include them on the list. So I know they're going to be on a lot of people's lists. And I, I saw a thread on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. About like what's the best Pixar films. Most people said Toy Story Up. Uh, I think they were talking about Toy Story 1. Toy Story Up. And then either um, Ratatouille or Wally, Or like so- some combination of those three films with Toy Story. Um, but my, my top three like I've got here. Toy Story 2, Luca, Incredibles 2. Those are my uh, top three films. So, um, so there we go. There we go. That's my list. If you completely disagree with me, some of you might have Ratatouille, Arp, and Wally as your top three. That's fine. You might have them as your bottom three, or you might have them somewhere else, or you might have Finding Dory as number one, or some other kind of combination, or maybe Toy Story 3 in this list. Um, everyone's entitled to their opinion with different lists. That's totally fine. Um, but that is my list. Anyway, let me know what you think of my list. Let me know what your favourites are. Uh, you can write into me and let me know what those are. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. So let me know what you think of my list and what your favourite and least favourite Pixar films are. So let me know. I might do a list at some point for my top 10 uh, Disney films, but I haven't really thought about that too much. So, because uh, you've got things like Hercules which stands out to me a lot and uh some other films so but i need to think about that a little bit more obviously um but there we go um that's it that's my list if you want to find out everything else that we do you can find all of our other content on entertainmenttalk.org for tv video games films and manchester united podcast so check out all that if you'd like to support us you like what you've heard you want to support more of what we do that would be great um, you can either just let people know about what we do, tell them what we do and where they can find it. So either either the website or the iTunes feed, so let them know about that. Uh, in terms of other content as well, we're doing our Breaking Bad podcast. Uh, that is on a break for this week and next week. It'll be back the week after. Uh, like I said, Monsters at Work starts is it next week yes next week on disney plus it does start with two episodes by the way i heard uh that is wednesday july 7th you can listen to the preview podcast uh on the website as well 
and you can go and check that out. That podcast is called Funny Monsters, so go and uh, check that out if you want to. Um, we've also done things like a bunch of other film reviews. So Luca, like I mentioned, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, Dawn of the Dead, Ryan the Last Dragon, and what was the other one that I did? Uh, Luca, Dawn of the Dead, Ryan the Last Dragon, and um, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Uh, I also reviewed uh, the first season, uh, sorry, the second season of the TV show Black Summer yesterday so you can check that out that's the second season review for that i've also reviewed the first season uh also if you're interested in uh lgbtq stuff i did a list of my top 10 favorite lgbtq characters to celebrate pride month this month as well so that is great uh so you can check that out if you want to and a bunch of other content as well that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org uh if you want to keep up up to date with what we do you can either go to entertainmenttalk.org or subscribe to us on podcast platforms uh, if you don't want to do any of that, you can also follow us for free on WordPress. Uh, sign up to WordPress for free. Give us a follow over there. You don't need to go back onto WordPress. You can simply just wait for the next email to come through. And that will give you a link to the next podcast that we've done. It will tell you what one it is. And then you click on that. And then there's a new podcast. Uh, you can also support us on Patreon. $1, $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast and review options. So check that out as well if you'd like to. Um, we've also got... Um, uh that's it for the ways you can kind of support us but just tell people what we do and where they can find it uh david is uh posting tv and film news over on geek town geek town dakota uk and geek town radio that's also on a two-week break so there'll be no geek town radio episodes this week or next week so look out for the return of that the week after um but you can still go to geek town dakota uk and listen to the most recent Geek Town Radio episodes, that's for your TV and film news. Bex is streaming daily pretty much over on Twitch, Trista Bites, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. You can go and give her a follow over there for all of that. Uh, I'm streaming on Twitch sometimes as well. Uh, E-Talk UK, you can find me on Twitch over there. Uh, if you miss the archived uh, Twitch streams, you can find them archived over on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. There's all of my Last of Us 2 playthrough and all that kind of stuff as well. So you can find that over there. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.